Justin, do you remember seeing Post Malone in concert at the Bieber concert? Do you remember seeing Post Malone? I, I can't get that vi- the, the vision out of my <laughs> mind. I can't get that image. It's just imprinted. But yeah, if, if you are uh, you know next to a tablet, a phone, a computer, Google Post Malone, and, oh. and you will see a couple of his videos. And, and country uh, singer yeah. turned rapper. He guy. opened up for for Bieber. I'm sure they were palling up, and and so he it was personally fir- chose him. It was the first concert I saw where the performer wasn't mentally there. Yeah, at all. And I, I know you, you, you know, you, you work a lot, so you usually sleep through that that kind of intro. Guy. I usually so do. Yes. Yeah, we've been to a couple concerts and okay, well, it's amazing. Be- before we went to the break, there we we're talking today about how to really improve the performance of your team, and one of the there's kind of this theoretical zone where you watch TED talks and you're like, man, what you got to do, man, is you got to find the power of the why. You got to set a big vision for your team. You got to help your. Do you got to motivate your team to want to uh, help save the kids, man? Buy a pair, give a pair. You know, you want to help get get. You want to help drill a well for people over here, and you want to have a big mission, and your team needs to buy into it. And you're like, meanwhile, someone else is going, "Hey, I'm just trying to get people to show up on time for my plumbing business. I'm just trying to get some. You might have this big motivational whatever, Mr. Simon Sinek, Mr. TED Talks, but I need to get my people on time. And so Justin was starting to ask you some pretty tough questions. Justin Moore of Elephant in the Room. He's asking Dr. Zellner, uh, Justin, tee up your questions for Dr. Z. Yes, we just finished talking about the employee aspect and what happens. You have these policies on time, no stealing, all that, and 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 you want to make sure they're they're doing right and you're making a profit. And we talked about what if they break those, and and you're told to to document everything, to write things up, have it in writing. And and Z said something amazing. He said he he gives them that joy. He gives them that win. Like he he throws the game. He throws the game. He gives you them give that people. Win. You want people he to have unemployment. I'm still in shock. Okay, and and, and so so, what? but the question is this: Now, when it comes to the client, say the client, maybe maybe they bought some glasses, and you can totally tell they went to the lake and they're you know water stained, they're they're chipped and this and that, and or maybe they have the laser eye surgery. They surgery, use they, they're, and they, they're, they're, ta- and they're talking to you, and they can see clearly, and they and they just say it didn't work, it didn't work, and I want a refund. Z, they're a welder, and they back. used their glasses while welding, and they claim they just that their glasses can't, they were bad to begin with. I'm sure you've had a crazy situation. Oh, oh lots, of, you, lots of crazy situations. So, how do you handle Justin, refunds? Justin, your, your official question was, how do you handle a refund when you know someone is scamming you? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. this is going to be, this is, get out a pencil and paper, everybody. Here we go. Thrivers, I know you're listening right now. If you're driving, pull over, find the nearest truck stop. Or I got to tri- pull over. Give me a second, Billy. Get, Billy. get out, get out. Take your, the wheel, Billy. <laughs> take the wheel, Billy. Um, you give it to him. You just in your so it says in your handbook employees um, how to handle such just give it to them. Here's what, <laughs> here, here's what here's what you do. One of my core beliefs in business, it's in the upcoming book I'm writing, is a chapter that deals with being a lover, not a fighter. And what happens is is that even though you know that the people coming in maybe have a different reason for why they want the refund. Um, if they're being reasonable and if they're coming in and they honestly want that, you can give them, you know, I always try to do an in-house credit first. You know, I always try to do a, let's find you a different pair first. Because a, a lot of times what'll happen is, and this is a scenario that happens, is a, someone will come in and they'll buy some glasses, they'll go home, and their significant other will 
say something negative about the way they look on them. Mm. It hurts their feelings, their little feelers get hurt, and the next thing you know, they're in the next day, and they're throwing an absolute come-apart fit. Baby, when you put those glasses on, you look just like a frog. <laughs> you look like a frog, baby. Ribbit, ribbit. Ribbit. And for example, and you know, and so they come back in, and they're upset. They're not upset at you, but they're upset, and they want something different, and they mm-hmm. they don't have another reason to tell you other than they make up something. Baby, if you just and change so you the just, shape of your head, it'd be, all, it'd be all right with those glasses. You've done the hard work. You've got them in to begin with. They're a patient of your and so you want to work with them because here's the deal how many more years are they going to come in and do business with you you're going to make it up how much money does it cost to bring in a new person in Mm. and and i think what happens is by making them happy you don't get all the trollish you know one-star reviews oh they hate i hate them because they're such idiots and they okay wait 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 wait, 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 wait. real quick there was there was a time there was a time and my wife worked for your business uh, 18 years ago. Dr. Vanessa, Robert a lovely, a lovely person, by the way. And Kylie is still the manager today, and she was Vanessa's manager then. And, and you try to keep A players as long and, as you can. And at your birthday, she was there. A yes. testament to you yes, treating yes. people right. Kylie, yes, there. Yes. So, so Kylie's there. And my perception of Kylie is she's sort of like a very nice hawk. So she'll implement what she'll, she asks herself rhetorically, what would Z do? Right. And then whatever Z does, it's just whatever that is. I want, and I see her do it. I watched her do it at your holiday party. She just does whatever the boss wants, and she's just a model employee. Awesome. Uh, Kylie, big shout-out to you. Great. If you know Kylie, you're honored to know this lady. So, But there had to have been a time, and maybe it was before Kylie's time, or maybe it was before Vanessa's time, or before. but there had to have been a time, because you're an aggressive guy, where you would turn the cannon. It's like a tank. You're watching one of those military shows, and the, 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 the cannon takes a minute to, to turn. But it's... Boop, 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 the boop, tank, boop. And, and you're turning, you're turning. The tank's turning, and you've got the laser sights, and you light it, and then you just mark that target red, and then tomahawk missile, and then all of a sudden it's just quiet. And then there had to have been a time in your career where you were still firing off missiles. So if you could go back and coach your younger self and say home skillet, because it's far enough in the past. I mean, Wes, how how far do the legal statutes have to go before we can talk about it on the radio? I mean, how how many years? Five years we're safe. Okay, so let's go oh, back. Oh yeah, at we're least well, well twenty three years. Okay, Walk me okay. through a time where you didn't handle a customer service where you were right. You were right, but you you weren't a lover because I think someone listening right here is like, but you don't understand. Well, um, okay, a perfect example. Um, a lady came in, got an eye exam, and got her eyes dilated. The dilation, a very, 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 very few percent of them that causes. Um, a sudden onset glaucoma. Mm. So she goes home. She has a she has a bad headache. She, her eyes in pain. I mean, it's not good. She goes to the emergency room. They don't know what's going on. Uh, you know, we're open seven days a week. They failed to call us. Somebody called. It was an easy fix right then. You know, right. But uh, and then next thing you know, she goes into a, another eye doctor's office who is not very. You know, um, how would you say it? Doesn't like doesn't like me? Is that a good is that a good uh, way to so say Ms. it? So, Miss Smith, it looks like you have glaucoma that's been onset for, by <laughs> dilating your pupils because Doctor Zona hates hates the kids. I don't know if you know he hates kids and people and women. Yes, so yes, that's basically yes. what happened. Yes. And so then what they do is I get I get the you know so then get, everything gets settled down, it gets fixed, everything's okay now. But you know she had a couple you know three days of uh, not not fun, and so I get the call from her kids. Hey, you know mom da 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 da, and I said, well you know we didn't do anything wrong. And why didn't you call? Oh, by the way, why didn't you call us? I mean, we're open. Why didn't the emergency room even call us? I mean, we're open seven days a week. I know you went out on a Sunday, but we're open on a Sunday. I mean, 
you know, had all these questions of, you know, all you had to do was you didn't do the right thing, didn't and right thing. we didn't do anything wrong, and we could have fixed it very easily. And now you have all these bills from these other doctors that you went to, and you realize that you're. And we right. would have charged you anything to just help you out and take so care of it. So you know you're right. You know oh, that you're I right. know I'm right. Yeah, you than, know. I'm righter than right. You are. The, you're far right. You're like a libertarian. Yeah, and the bills were around not three grand. I mean, you know, yeah. cheap, they, you know, yeah. emergency I mean, rooms are not cheap. I mean, they sit there and they'll keep you all day, but they will charge right. you. You're an end times prepper. That's how far right you are. Exactly. I got and beans and water in the in the garage. I mean, I'm ready to go. You've got a lot of guns. Absolutely. Loaded, ready to go. Um, so anyway, so um, I said, well, you know what? That's not fair. Mm. It's not fair. And, and I'm and uh, you know here and here's the reasons why. And and I'm not going to pay that. And then she says, okay, bye. And then I get the lawsuit in the mail a couple weeks lawsuit, later. You know? law- I mean, well, delivered. You know, because they have to be delivered. You know. And then the insurance company steps in. Steps in, yeah. Because, you know, you pay the malpractice insurance companies. And so, Wes, Wes you can speak to this. And so yeah. then it's, it's not in my control. I mean, it's... They will it, settle it for you whether you want to settle or not. Right. And so the next thing you know, this lady gets much more than three grand. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that's She's not fair. And they're like, we know, but the cost of litigation, the cost of this, the cost yeah. of that, you the cost of that. You never know when a jury's going to hang one on you. You never. And they're like, you know what? We settled it for this. It wasn't, you know. And I said, well, that it still wasn't fair. And, and anyway, just kind of... Kind of made me a little bit crazy, but it is what it is. So action items for all the Thrivers listening right now is, one, you would say you do not write people up in Oklahoma because it's a right-to-work state, and you actually enjoy paying unemployment if you have to because it's easier for you to pay unemployment than it is to sit there and, and argue with somebody. Well, the problem is even if you write them up, right. nine, nine times out of ten, you're not going to deprive them of unemployment. You've got to understand the lady down, down there at unemployment that decides whether they get or not, she's making nine, ten bucks an hour. And she, wasn't and she elected. has a lot of and she has a lot of empathy in that person's cause that comes in there without a job. And without a job, I mean, you gotta understand something too. Unemployment is not the same salary. No. It's not for very long. It's not a oh, I'm on easy street the rest of my life. It's a little period. I swear, of, I swear I'm on unemployment. What I do every day is I go in for jury duty. I get that about once a year. I make at least like what is it, fifty bucks a day? I do jury duty. And then what I do I donate I'm golden. I donate my blood. And I get from plasma. my plasma like 16 bucks a day. And then I get unemployment, which is like 80 bucks. And I put all those together. Those are called multiple income sources. It's streams. passive income. It's streams. So, streams like my blood, which goes into the plasma machine. <laughs> what do you make for jury duty per day right now? What do you make for jury oh, duty? Do you know, do I don't you? even know. It's less. I think it's more like $25 <laughs> a day. Yeah, <laughs> it's something like that. Okay. So anyway, it, it, you're, that, that, that's, that's the capstone. Also, you're saying if somebody wants a refund, you're saying just give it to them. Z, it's, Z it sounds like... You are you're you're laying down. You're just saying, hey, you know what? I you know, remember the Alamo? They all died. Forget those yeah. guys. I'm running. Well, the thing, <laughs> the thing about it, Clay, is is that yeah. is that um, it takes a lifetime to build a reputation mm. and just a few minutes to tear it down. Warren Buffett. Yeah, Warren Buffett. Thank you, thank you. And the, my point is this: is that you know, if you always take the high road, yep. you'll never take the wrong road. Mm. And, and and if you can lay your head on the pillow at night knowing that someone got to you today, but you know what the bottom line is you've moved the ball down the down the field. Yep. You've got a successful business and you've got one less person out there saying negative things about you and your business, which you know, if you're an entrepreneur is the same thing, right? I mean, if someone says something about elephant in the room, I mean Justin's like, that's me, that's personal, you know, even though we've never ever seen him without his hat on and he owns a hair grooming a men's grooming i think today it's going down oh my gosh I'm so, it just I, drives I, I me can, crazy i can I, the, the ocd tension 
that that I experience and you experience when you want to, you just want to see the and, hair, and the hair is just getting longer out the back of it. He's I mean, amazing. every week it, it just it just gets. Okay, now now Thrive Nation, clip on? when you finally get to a point what where you have on? to replace somebody. You you can't do it if you don't have new people coming in, which is why you can never stop recruiting. So, Justin, I want to have you sh- uh, share the, your experience with this because you've had really good people work with you, but it seems like people ha- today have kind of a tour of duty. You know, according to Forbes, most people today will not stay at a job. If you're under the age of 30, you're just not going to stay at a job for more than two years. According to Forbes, most people under the age of 30 will not stay at a job for more than two years. It's a tour of duty. They go somewhere, they move on. This Can you true. talk yeah. to me about that and how that maybe has occurred to you in recent years where you're like, man, that is true. People just don't hang out more than two years. Yeah, well, um, where I go get my coffee or where I do businesses, uh, you know, I support QT. Um, I see new faces all the time, but there's a reason I go there. You know, it's consistency, it's clean, you know, and, and I see red shirts all the time and new ones and, and all that stuff. But they're always friendly. They're always smiling. And that's what I look for. Um, but so I think about this way. I think compared to a professional sporting team, we live in Oklahoma, so we got the Oklahoma Thunder, the right? Thunder. But it, thunder isn't, it, isn't it every other year? Didn't they just lose one of their cars? Who's that guy? Where'd he go? What happened? You know, it's a big controversy. Oh, Durr, yeah. Kevin Durr. Durr, Durr. Yeah. I can't Durr. remember that. Don't say his name. Do not say his oh. name. Whoa, okay. Durr. But like every year, it's a new squad. So this year, what'd they do? They got two Carmelo. key players. Yeah, it's, it's new, right? So we got to get George that jersey. And so I'll just let you know, like all the jerseys I've invested in, I'm a little upset about this, you know, from the yeah. Chargers to Patriots, all these different teams, Thunder. I can't wear my jerseys because then it's like that guy doesn't play for that team anymore. You jerk. That dude doesn't freaking play for the team anymore. And you, they should have a jersey trade in. <laughs> right? if, a, if a if a player leaves, you can come That's in and get like idea. take his old jersey in. Great Thank you, Wes. Hey, right? your jersey trade, and then you get like the, the the new player's jersey like half off if you take in the old jersey. I think that's what we need to do. Now, Thrive Thrive Nation, when you are running a business, it's kind of like running an NFL team where the players change every year. There's free agency. People are always looking for a better better deal, but you've got to put a great product on the field to raise the brand's value. My name is Clay Clark. I'm a business coach. Stay tuned. It's like Steve Martin meets Steve Forbes. It's the Thrive Time Show on your radio. Because I am a wild and crazy guy. Yes, Thrive Nation, welcome back to the conversation. Today we're talking about how to build a healthy team, how to improve the efficiency of your team, how to build a, we're getting into the stuff behind the stuff, how to build a successful business team of employees. Because we're in a world right now where it's kind of a free agency market. So many people, this is what I, this is, see, this is something that I don't like. And I'd like for you, you feel free to share anything else you don't like about the whole NFL, uh, National Football League uh, conversation. But this is something I don't like. I don't like when people watch the NFL and they say, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe that Vince Wilfork left the Patriots to go sign with the Texans. That's what he he did about four years ago. And I go, well, why? Because I love the Patriots. And they said, well, he just left the team for like $6 million. I mean, come on. He could have stayed with them and retired a Patriot. And this is what I had said to this person. I said, he'll come back and he'll retire as a Patriot, but he makes 6 
million dollars. And I believe that Vince is very talented and probably a great many things. I mean, who knows? He could probably play the, play the, play the, probably play the guitar with his, with his toes. He could probably uh, 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 code a, a nuclear reactor. I mean, he could probably do a lot of things. He could, re, he could probably build missile cones for the military. I don't know what, what, what he could do. But if he can make $6 million a year, God bless him. You go play for the Texans for two more years. And you know what he did? He went and played for the Texans for two more years. And no matter what he does in the civilian world, he's not going to be bringing in $6 million a year post-NFL. People are like, oh, I can't, I can't believe that. Well, in the world of business, people do the same thing. They work somewhere for two years, and they go, you know what? I could probably make a little more over here. And so, Z, you talk about you can't be, you can't be greedy. You cannot be greedy. You talk about it all the time. It's your number one rule. The, the, the hogs are going to get butchered, right? And the yep. pigs get fat. You can't uh, uh, cut back the pay of your top people. But eventually, certain people move on. So can you kind of break down the balance? Because if I have an A player today, um, a Vince Wilfork, who is a, 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 a big part of the Patriots franchise, and by the way, one of Bob Kraft's favorite people, and you realize, hey, we just don't have the money to pay this guy. You know, I think a lot of people get upset that your top guy goes and plays for another team. I mean, walk, just walk us through that. I want to get your take on that. Well, I tell you what, I can't, you know, I'm, I'm older than you. Okay. And I have to talk about a show, but when I was a kid, it was near and dear to my heart. Was it? Uh, it was a $6 million man. Was it when FDR read the, when FDR would read the radio reports every night? <laughs> Do you remember that show? No, 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 oh, no, no. The, 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 the character's name was Colonel Steve Austin. Oh. And he was a man that had been injured in war, and they spent $6 million in making him bionic. Bionic. Which, there's a rumor, now I'm not going to accept it or deny it, but there is a rumor on the streets that you have some bionic components in you. I appreciate, I appreciate the good parts of that statement and the bad parts of the statement I, re, I, I rebuke. And, and, the power of Richard Roberts, and and I'm I'm just I'm just I'm just going to say that that you have a, a nickname Claytron, and if you go to ThriveTimeShow.com, you can see the banner up there, and the photograph looks suspiciously half human, half robotic of you, Terminator. Mm. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying you. I'm, yeah, that's a little. That's a little aggressive, Robert that's Redman, <laughs> about that he would go around terminating people. But I'm just saying that this whole six million dollar thing. I think that goes deeper than that. I think. That, I think you may maybe have some internal issues because I think you could be slightly bionic yourself. I, I think that your natural personality. You're very gregarious and you enjoy groups of people. I think you're really good at that. And for me, my natural thing is more like reclusive and, hey, let's just, why don't we work 17 hours a day and then, and then shut the heck up? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's more of my natural. Okay, so, but I want to get your take on that. So if you're listening to the show today, if someone's listening to the show right now and they have a top person on their team who right. leaves to take a better check somewhere else, how should they respond to that? Shame on you. Keep them. Gather them. What's it going to take to keep you? Hey, Billy, we've had a good run at this thing. You know, you're one of my key people. I'd hate to lose you. What's going to take to keep you? And you know what? Billy would sit there and go, well, you know what? This is a known factor, and, and it happens. And it's one of the ways that some people actually enter negotiations for a raise. I mean, it's not the best way to enter the negotiation for a raise, but they'll say, hey, you know, I've been offered, I've been offered a thing over here, you know? I've been offered a thing about a thing over, over at this other I've thing. I've been on Craigslist for several hours, been applying for jobs. I've got a recent offer that was higher than what you're paying me now. And I just was, I talked to Craig and his list, and boom. But number, number one, I want to say a couple of things is that cool. even, even A players can get a little, you know, get a little rough around the edges and they need to be replaced down the road. I know that sounds crazy, 
But what happens is entitlement kind of comes in. You've praised them so many times. You've gi- you've kind of raised them to you've their limit. You've given them too many nice them. things. You know, you've raised them to the limit of what you can pay that position. You don't have a position above them open. So psh, 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 we should never stop recruiting. Bingo. Never. You should never stop recruiting because what happens is is that these people, even the great ones sometimes. I matter of fact, I um, um, was talking to a doctor years ago. And uh, I went in to see him. He was a physician that I saw as a patient. And I went in. I was like, hey, you got some new people in there. What happened to Becky or Susie or whatever whatever her name was? And he goes, yeah, I found out that after about five, seven at the most years, you know, you really need to replace them no matter how well it's going. I'm like, wow, really? He said, yeah, because they get entrenched in it and they kind of feel like they're a little entitled. And then they feel like they're not really working as hard as they need to because they don't have to. You've praised them enough. You've given them enough money. And he said, you know, if you're always out recruiting a he didn't really say A, but if you're all if you're out there recruiting top people, right, then you're never caught without top people. Now, Robert Redmond, you are a business coach. What is a tough business coach question you have from one of your real life clients Uh-oh. today? So this question actually came up in a coaching meeting that I was doing today, and it's ah. very relevant to the discussion that we've been having here already. It's it's about how to fire people, how to build a better team, and and. I have a few questions in this regard. I actually have a good amount of a boatload of questions to ask regarding mm. all this. Uh, the first question is this: It has to do with time theft. Uh huh. Okay. So you have these people. They show up. They clock in. Right. Hourly job. They oh, clock yeah. in. Oh yeah. And they do work for an hour, and then they sit in the bathroom for forty-five minutes. I call these people squatters. Well, perhaps they're pruning. That could be true. <laughs> wow, maybe they've got like, divert, like diverticulitis. And, and, and so when you have people that spend an enormous amount of time in the bathroom or yeah, on Facebook or uh, uh, wasting you know, company time, how do you handle that? Well, I'll, I'll start first. Um, one is I do like to take note, and then I do like to be candid with people when I have a backup plan. That would be my note. I take note, and when I have a backup plan, I love to be candid. If I do not have a backup plan, and Z, maybe you disagree, if I do not have a backup plan, I am not super candid if I don't have. That's why I'm always recruiting. So I can be very candid because I always have a backup plan. But back in the day, I mean, I made a lot of mistakes where I told people, hey, I realize you're spending about an hour a day in the bathroom. You know, and they're like, fine, I'm quitting. And then all of a sudden, I don't have a backup DJ for the wedding, so I end up DJing every Sunday. So for me, my, my, my move would be document, yes, but I wouldn't be candid, Z, until I had a backup plan. Do you agree with that or do you disagree? Absolutely. And I've got a story when we come back from this break that it's going to blow your mind about a backup your plan that I, that I had to do. But you know what? The thing about it is, is that you put up with that jackassery as long as you want. And then the thing about it is, is that you want to always make sure you deal with it on your time as the owner, as the entrepreneur. And when we come back, I'm going to break that down, Clay Clark, or Clay Tron, as you're known around in certain circles. Here, here's the deal. I want and I want Justin Moore to come in here because he 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 I mean, you're running a men's grooming lounge with thousands of customers and how do you know when it's your time? How do you know when it's on your time? We have a business that's open, you know, 6 days a week. When's your time? When's not your time? My name's Clay Clark. I'm a business coach. Get ready to enter the Thrive Time show on Talk Radio 1170. You can try all you want. Your time is up, I'll tell you why. You say you sorry, but it's too late now. So save it, get gone, shut up. Cause if you think I care about you now, well, boy, I don't give up. You're fired. <laughs> 
Now, now that was kind of a hostile song, but but now here, here's the Dua Lipa connection. Now, Paul, this is Robert. Yeah. You told me because I, I like Dua Lipa's music. Dua D U A Lipa L I P A. I like her music, and I and I always talk about Dua Lipa. I'm always joking with about Dua Lipa, Dua Lipa because everyone's like, "Why do you like Dua Lipa's music?" And they're always like, "What are her songs that she sings?" She has about ten good songs, and then you throw out, you go. Yeah, the person who's dating her, I went to college with him. And I'm like, you're full up. You're you're making it up. Can you explain the story? Yeah, I've known this guy my entire life, actually. There's no way. So so this guy, his name is Paul Klein, right? Paul, 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 Paul Klein. Faye Klein, not even a real person. Uh, went to Victory Christian School with him. Then went to ORU with him. Lived on the same floor at ORU with him. And then uh, he uh, graduated and pursued a career in music. And from the years of like 21 to 26, 27, he was going to Tennessee and Kansas City and a bunch of different places, not having a lot of luck. Finally, he's like, forget this. I'm moving out to L.A. and I'm just going to pursue my dream. I'm just going to commit to it. I'm just going to pursue it. And uh, he started modeling a little bit. Uh, hand uh, modeling? Uh, yeah, hand modeling primarily for J.C. Penney. And uh, No, that was a joke. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, uh, he just really pursued his music career. Then all of a sudden... Uh, some uh, folks from uh, a very, very large, notable record organization uh, heard his music, and they said, hey, we want to talk to him. All of a sudden, he was signed, going on tour, and he is the uh, front man of the band called Lanny, who just played a sold-out show in Canes last Friday night that was uh, absolutely just incredible. I'm going to post a and picture. And he's dating now Dua Lipa. I'm going to post a picture of Paul Klein hanging out with Dua Lipa because it's just, it's, it, the whole thing's obviously been photoshopped. I'm going to put it, if you go to thrivetimeshow.com and you click on podcast, you'll see that Dua Lipa does definitely not date Paul Klein. And you'll you'll see this is, this photo's totally, I mean, it's like, I mean, this isn't even good Photoshop here, Robert. This is, this yeah, is. You, yeah, clearly that other person was Photoshopped <laughs> in as well. Yeah, the, young, the young Asian fan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's just another aspect of the Photoshop there. I, I, no, that, that very detailed. That, that's what a good Photoshopper would do, and I cannot believe you would discredit the Photoshoppers around the world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he really, he really did put put on a, a stellar, amazing performance. So it's and and he's put he's done a hundred and thirty three shows this this year. I mean, if any musician in the industry has a work ethic that's comparable to yours, Clay, I think it might be his. One hundred and thirty three shows. And it's not even the whole entire year yet. I, I'm looking at a lot of photos. They're all, all obviously photoshopped. It's just it's uh, the whole thing doesn't even. <laughs> yeah, that's especially that one. <laughs> okay, now Thrive Nation, we're talking today about specifically um, how to improve the performance of your team. And one of the things is you can never stop recruiting. You can never stop recruiting. Now, now, Robert, you have one more hot business coach business coach question from an actual real client that you're working with. Yeah, so I was working with someone today, and apparently, uh, it's more of a retail store. And apparently they have a particular employee who's spending an enormous amount of time in the restroom, just, just basically wasting time. Let me understand. A parent by the name of Lee is spending an enormous <laughs> amount of time in the bathroom. Yeah, this, this employee's parent, whose name is Lee, is coming <laughs> up to his place of work. No, no, no. They're spending an enormous amount of time in the bathroom. They're on Facebook. They're wasting company time. They're making personal calls during work. And it ends up being like two hours out of a six- or eight-hour shift. So the question was... How do you handle it? And I think Dr. Z was just about to tell a real compelling story. I was. Thank you, Robert. I was getting ready to queue it back up because you guys over here with your, your Dupa, Dupa D, Dupa Lee, whatever, Dua. She's obviously Photoshopped. Do, there's, do, no, there's, do, no, uh, there's no way that Paul Klein's actually going to do Tria, try. I, I don't even know. You know, you guys are, you know, I'm, I'm over here, you know, I'm 
pulled over in a truck stop. I'm taking notes, and I'm kind of going, "What? I want practical." Business so you got a guy hanging out. In the, the guy, there's a guy hanging out in the bathroom all the time. Zeke, what do no, you no, do? No, but, oh, but before the break, I teased everybody up, and now they're sitting there eating their egg salad sandwich or their <laughs> Oklahoma Joe's burnt ends and baked beans, and they're going, "Finish it up, Z. Finish it. Finish up. it up. And I'm going. To, I am going to do you a favor. I'm going to do a part A, part B. A is going to be what we were talking about before the break, and that is the story that I had, and that is, is that I had a doctor one time. Tell me that hey, I gotta leave. My husband got a new job. I got I got I'm moving town. I'm like, well, you've been a great employee. Thank you very much. And later on that day, I had another doctor come in, knock on the door. Hey, I heard so and so is leaving in 30 days. And I just want you to know, if I don't get the right schedule and the right money, I'm gonna leave too. And I know that puts you in a super super bad bind. But I'm gonna do that to you because I am a great wanting, person. Yeah, because I'm wanting a better deal and more money and a better schedule. And I looked at them, and I smiled, my big smile that I can smile. And I said, well, of course. Yes. Of course you, you get the schedule this. you want. You deserve this bonus. Of course. And you know, you deserve a pay raise. Yes. And you're awesome. And I really, really, really like you on my team. And then I hunkered down. I went out, and I didn't hire one doctor. Guess how many I hired, Clay? Two? Two doctors? Uh, why would you hire two when you only need to replace one? Well, listen to this. The story gets better. So then in a month, when my two new doctors start, one to replace the doctor that moved off, mm. and one to replace the doctor that I fired. Wait a second. I, I didn't fire her. I gave her a raise and a better schedule. Right. Oh, but wait. It gets better. What? In my mind, in my brain... And I didn't say this out loud. You for did, once, because you are what you are. What you, this is what we call <laughs> you are the you are the kind of that that low ethic, pragmatic, chess playing entrepreneur that I've seen on those shows. No, no, no. What I was was smart. Oh, I said, "Listen, okay. what's best for the business? What's best for the business is to keep that doctor here." In my mind, she was fired right then. I couldn't fire her right then because I needed her. Yep. And so I hired two new doctors, and then when they started, I called her up in my office, and she couldn't have been in a better mood. Think about it. Because she had her raise. Had she a had raise. a new schedule. Yeah. Everything was great. It's great. Things are good. And I said, I won't say her name, but I said, hey, remember when you came in about a month ago, and you, and you kind of you pressed me up a little bit? You kind of had I, I was in a bind. I do remember that. Yeah. I was kind of a bind. It was great. Yeah. And huh? you said you wanted a new schedule and more money. Remember yeah. that? I was looking out for my, my husband. And she said, yeah, yeah I, I think I do. I said... That moment you were fired. What? I just couldn't do it right then, but yeah. now I can. I don't understand. I've had to explain that to my other attorneys as well because they get angry and want to fire a paralegal. And I explained to them, well, that's fine. That's a good reason. But sure. how about we wait till we find someone to do their work before we kick them out? The bing, door? bing, 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 and bing. Wes gets it. That's why I love Wes. I love working with Wes. Wes is my. Attorney of choice. And I'm telling you what, if you're listening right now and your attorney's sending you all these rando bills for things you didn't agree to, the other day I asked Wes, I said, Wes, hey, elephant in the room, we're looking to franchise. What will be the estimated legal costs? And you sent me what? A specific number. Yeah. <laughs> what? What? No attorneys ever do that. They always are like, oh, well, it's hard to tell. And then you get these rando bills you didn't agree to. You're the kind of guy, you just, you tell it, you call it how it is. You're a nice guy. You're relatable. And that, when we come that's back. That's I like Wes. We Wes. like Wes. Well, because he'll, he'll take your money, but he'll tell you exactly how much he's going to take. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> I like flat that's fees. all I want to know. Yeah, yeah. Now, there we go. When that's we it. come back, we're going to talk more about this specific topic. We're going to talk about how, how much time you should block out for interviewing as a small business owner. Oh, wait a second. I got to get to now the question Robert answered, <laughs> oh. which I'm going to do after the break. So 
once again, I'm, I'm just, sorry, Thrive Nation. I'm going to leave you once again on a hanger. <laughs> but I'm going to fight you through Claytron and his you know stuff to make sure you get the answers to the tough questions you're emailing, calling, texting, thinking. We have a lot. We have a lot to get through. We got an employee who's spending an enormous amount of time in the restroom. Check. We've got to figure out how to block out time for interviewing. We got to figure out how to time to, to discuss your weekly staffing needs, and we got to figure out a time how, how we're going to find time for, for weekly consistent staff training. How Don't are we going to do it? Do I, not go away. Is it possible it's to fit it in? Stressing me out, guys. It's <laughs> the Thrive Time Show. I'm a business coach. Do you want to learn how to build a successful business? Or do you want to live in a red van down by the river? In a van down by the river. In a van down by the river. In a van down by the river. Oh, see, the question remains, do you want to be successful or do you want to live in a van down by the river? Those are your two options. I remember when I was a kid, they had these really cool conversion vans that had shag carpeting all the way through on yes. the, uh, the, the, the roof and the sides. I never, you know, I never really got to ride in one, but I had some friends that their parents owned one. And I was like, I'd look at that and go, wow. Wow. That would be a cool van to live in. Back mm. in you, when you were growing up, I mean, you probably didn't want to live in a van down by the river. You probably didn't want to be successful because that would actually be a step down from no, living to in a me, van down th by the to river. To me, that was success. To oh, me, yeah. back when I was a kid, that was success. I mean, you had your own place. You had beachfront property or water. I mean, you were on the, on the edge. I mean, you know, it, was, it wasn't the ocean, but it was water. You achieved your dream of having a vehicle? I mean, you think about home? you. You think about it. Yeah, your home was mobile. Well, if, I you, mean, if you think about it too much, you almost go into a, a coma of awesomeness. You just like disappear. Yeah. So when I was a kid, that was like that was success. Okay. Now, now it's changed a little bit. Now there are some people out there, Z, who don't dream of success. They don't dream dream of own, owning their own van down by the river. But what they do is they they go to work and they look for ways to take time off. And Robert Redmond, one of our business coaches, teed it up. He said, "Hey, what if?" What if uh, uh, somebody notices a, a teammate of theirs spends copious amounts of time in the bathroom <laughs> during their workday, like 40 minutes, 50 minutes, in addition to their lunch break? I mean, it's, this is a real situation. Robert has a real client, and this is, not a, this is not a laughing matter. This is not funny. Me laughing right now is because I have a psychological problem, but this is not funny. This is a real situation. So This is something you may deal with one day if you have an employee. <laughs> Seriously, this is, uh, so, you know. Z, how something. do you deal with it? Well, I, here when I rate an employee, when I when I get them in the A's, I have the, what I call the five A's. You want to hear about what the five A's? So when I give Bring someone, it. when I when I give them an, an evaluation, I evaluate them on these five A's. A's, and then I either I either move them up the ladder, I give them raise, or I move them down the ladder, I or let them go. I mean, these are the things I'm always thinking about when I'm evaluating employees, when I'm rating them, when I'm ranking them, doing all the Got things it. that Jack Welch tells us to do. Yep. First is appearance. Appearance. They show up in, in a shirt or an outfit or their scrubs that look like they've been sleeping in them for three days. Not good. Hair groomed. I mean, you know. Smells that, like mean, a chicken. Looks like a man. It's okay. It looks <laughs> smells like a <laughs> chicken. Looks like a man. Attitude. What is their attitude? I mean, you know, you want a team player. You want someone that comes in. They're not in the bathroom for 45 minutes. They're at, you know, their attitude is good. They're positive. They're not bringing the negative. We all had negativity. Randomly curses while walking by himself. We, Sounds good. Let's, yes, let's yes. promote him. We all have a reason to be upset. Mm. Every one of us. You know, but do we focus on that or do we focus on, hey, being joyful and happy and focused on doing their job? Above and beyond, are they doing more than what you're just paying them to do? You know, people think, hey, if I just do my job, hey, man, I just, you know, I showed up barely on time and barely got my stuff done. And, dude, I'm like, I'm, I should get like a 10% raise. I've been here 30 days. Pay me, more, pay me more and I'll do more. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Exactly. You know, 
accuracy. Are they doing what they're supposed to do with accuracy? That's a big deal, especially in some of my businesses. You know, one small mistake here, three or four, five, six, ten I'll steps down. I'll tell you what, down. the lady, she told me she was 20 and 20 and 100, and, I, and when I pictured it, it was more of like a 40. I left a zero off, and I put 2010 down. But the that's, year, that, that's not a thing. Well, well the year we're in right now is 2017, so I gave her a 2017, and it's hilarious. Yeah. And then the last one deals with attendance, and that really kind of factors into your question. In other words, you can be there and not be there. In other words, you can just like, you know, when you spend time with your family, spend time with your friends. I mean, you can you can sit there on your phone, be Snapchatting your buddies Physically the whole time. Physically present, but mentally absent. Bingo. And just like at work, you can be clocked in, you can be in the bathroom, you can be doing other things on Facebook. I mean, we know 75% of the people are stealing. A lot of that is time, Justin, oh. as you mentioned earlier. Um, and these are all you can get online and Google this stuff. But the point is, is that in, in every problem, every one of these five A's that someone does incorrectly, you'll do this. You're going to put up with them doing it poorly as long as you want to. If you want to put up with it forever, you could. Or if sure, you want to say like, that today is the day I'm moving on. 25 minutes in the bathroom, so sure. As, as we remove the move, as, as we re, 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 can review the moves today, step number three is you want to never stop recruiting. So if, you, if, you are never, if you're never ending your recruitment, then you can move on. If you're not, you have to put up with it forever. Now, step four is you have to block out time for interviewing. It's not important just to say you want to recruit new people. You have to actually block out time. And Lee Cockrell, if he were here right now, the former executive vice president of Walt Disney World Resorts, he said what gets scheduled gets done. Bingo. But then step five, you've got to schedule a weekly time to discuss your staffing needs. You know, what needs to happen, what needs to move, who, who we need to move on from. And if you go to thrivetimeshow.com and you click on the, on the podcast, you can view all the show notes. And so you're never going to miss a step right there. So we have all the notable quotables right there for you. Now, step six, Justin, I want you to talk about this. You must block out time for consistent training. You obviously own a men's grooming lounge on the verge of franchising. And Wes Carter, you have a team of legal professionals. So I want to start with you, Justin, then I want to go down the, down the road here to Wes about the importance of scheduling weekly consistent time for training. Why is that a must? Yeah, so your, your scheduling it needs to be scalable and realistic. So um, ultimately, with Elf in the Room, we didn't want to create a job for, for me. I'm in the shops. And so I had to then think of I can't be everywhere at once. I've got to rely on people. So um, we actually, with our, our training, um, it's on every single day. And ultimately, um, there are people, managers and team um, A players, that have people shadowing them. They're training. So it's ongoing. So I think today and, and tomorrow, there's, you know, during our locations, there's over five people that are going to be shadowing and training and um, ultimately um, providing that growth for our company because we want to grow and you have to be adding people all the time to grow and there's only one chief up top and they can't be doing it the whole time you have to constantly block out time for training now west carter you have paralegals you have members of your team you're adding yeah. all the time yeah winters and king it's a growing organization uh, one of the top legal firms you guys have actually represented from a literary perspective td jakes joel osteen some of the top Attorney or some of the top of pastors on the planet. And Walk some me football through. players: Sean Alexander, Deion Sanders. Oh, Deion Sanders! Ooh, yeah, Primetime. Back in the day, you you um, were holding that back. I mean, yeah. I never knew that. Why haven't I name yeah. dropped that? America's um, number one attorney, yeah. the planet's number one attorney. Full legal, full legal disclosure. That's my opinion. So, Wes Carter, talk to me about the importance of legal. Uh, uh, you know, how, how how important is ongoing training in the in, in the legal world? Well, in the legal world specifically, is really important. I have interns, externs, paralegals, attorneys right out of law school. So allowing them to go operate independently is a very bad idea because I'm going to get sued for millions of dollars. So also, besides the liability, 
my job as a kind of a managing attorney is to raise these people up. I'm looking for people as smart or smarter than me so they can do a good job and I can grow with great A players. And I have to either do it myself or have other good attorneys coach them, teach them along the way, because even smart people need a coach. Now, Wes, I have a tough question that I want to ask you today. And this is this is a tough Uh-oh. one. Um, we're in a very uh, politically sensitive time in American history, okay. very politically correct. Yes. you know. So I want to ask you, what's the difference between a, a paralegal and a transgender? <laughs> He's not going to answer? Wes, come on. I'm not even sure where to go with that. Z, why won't he answer the question? He's stalling. He's just, you know, he's 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 probably texting his law partners right I, now. I thought days. about that all week, and I thought I'm going to ask him that on the air and see what he says. Yeah, <laughs> see, I thought you were about to ask me about Tom so I, and Trump. So by not answering, are you saying you only hire transgender? He took a knee. He took a knee. He took a knee. He took a knee. Okay, I'll stand up while he takes a knee, and we'll continue. Okay, we'll, so we'll lock arms now. Thrive Nation, if you want to get a recap of today's show notes, and I know you do, go to thrivetimeshow.com and click on the podcast button, and you can see all of the, the notes, all the notable quotables. But I want to give you a notable quotable from Chet Kajo. And Z, I want you to break this down. This is Chet Kajo, the president of the billion-dollar corporation we love, called Quick Trip. He says, higher character, train skill. That was his tip he gave to me years ago. He says, higher character, train skill. What does he mean? Why is that so important? Well, you can't train character. You can hire characters... You can hire a guy that's like a clown that can do the blow up balloons in Hi different everybody. shapes. Look at this. You can you can hire a character, but you can't train character. What character means is people that are honest, people that are happy, people that are forthright, people that do what they say. Oh, that, there's you're just one being for offensive. It's being know, offensive. I know. Gosh, I, I went too you're far. You're a judger. As usual, I went too far. But you can always teach people how to push a button, how to fill in a form, how you want the, how you want them to check in or check out somebody, how you want them to greet, follow a script on a phone, and uh, you know, so you could teach people all the fundamentals, and that's what we do in our in-person workshops. Talk yeah. about that, Clay. Okay. Well, first off, we have a thriver in here from California who just walked in the box that rocks. This is Jim Cathcart. In 2017, he was voted number nine out of 1,300 speakers on the planet. Wow. One Don't of the most that. successful speakers of all time. He's attending a workshop. I'm so excited to see Mr. Jim Cathcart. And at our workshop, what we do is we teach you specifically the steps to grow a scalable business. Between you and I, we've been able to be- build 13 multi-million dollar businesses, and it's not because we're super smart. Well, maybe you're super smart. But it's because we know the proven (laughs) path. And so we have four ways to help all the thrivers. We have one, we have the in-person workshops. Come on now. Two, we have the podcasts. Let me have it. Three, we have one-on-one business coaching. And four, we have the online school that's just a dollar for your that first month. That sounds so expensive, though. It's a dollar for the first month and $19 a month thereafter. If you go to, you go to thrivetimeshow.com, you're going to get a buffet of knowledge you're not going to get in college. It's business school without the BS, but it's up to you to say yes. My name is Clay Clark. I'm the former U.S. SBA Entrepreneur of the Year. That's Dr. Z. I'm a business coach. That's Justin Moore. That's Wes Ooh. Carter. Three, two, two one, one. Boom. boom.